Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. I'm Doug Krisner in New York, 17 past the hour here on Bloomberg Markets. Let's get you caught up on what happened today in equities. Kind of a mixed finish. Uh, defensive groups like telecom and utilities, that helped the S&P 500 to a gain, but it was less than one-tenth of one percent. Flip side of that, weakness in information technology space, and that helped to pull the NASDAQ composite weaker. Uh, by about three-tenths of one percent. The Dow, meantime, uh, rising by less than one-tenth of one percent. Late in the day, we got word that Apple is leasing a small fleet of cars from Hertz Global Holdings to test self-driving technology. Look at shares in Hertz, up 13 percent in the session. Now, that news came after we learned that Waymo, this is the self-driving uh, car unit of Alphabet, reached an agreement with Avis Budget Group. Avis is going to manage Waymo's fleet of autonomous vehicles. Avis shares pick up 14% on the day. Berkshire Hathaway higher by about, uh, actually the stock in Berkshire kind of flat on the day, but store capital higher by more than 11%. Berkshire is taking a near 10% stake in a store. Store is a real estate investment trust. Look at the rally in shares of Rite Aid. Stock up 30%. This was after M&A news outlet CTF. CTFN speculated more likely than not that the FTC is going to go ahead and approve Rite Aid's merger with Walgreens. U.S. 10-year Treasury last quoted in New York at a yield of 2.13%. More Bloomberg Markets now with Carol Masser and Oliver Rennick. Was that CFTN? Say that five times fast. Doug Chris. That, that was CTFN. Okay. CTFN. See? Come on. Come on. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know you are. It hurts. <laughs> I know. All love. I promise. All right, Doug Krisner with the Bloomberg Business News Flash. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Turn your love around. Yeah, that's what uh, retailers hope, that you'll turn your love around for them because, man, so many of the retail uh, names are going through a tough time. Off-price merchandise, though, Probably one of the bright spots if you if you look at that. Uh, Ronan Lazar is back with us, CEO at uh, Intern. Uh, it's a B two B platform enabling retailers to buy and sell excess inventory. Sounds like my kind of place. Um, tell us a little bit more about. Remind our listeners what you guys do. You're based in New York and you're in our in our studio here. In yes, New York Carol. Today. Great to see you again. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, what Intern is? It's a business to business software platform that we've developed to enable brands and retailers of apparel and footwear to really drive on efficiencies, uh, really automate their workflow, drive better liquidity, and, and really gather intelligence in the process. What does that mean, though? Break it down. So you've got a retailer. It means what? That they can they can go from doing this to doing this. So really, if you drill it down, it's uh, you know looking at their data, looking at their systems, looking at process, people, geography. It's really just you know really looking you know really deep into the way that they operate and really innovating on it. Uh, this is a part of the business that hasn't been touched in, in quarter century. Uh, I think anytime you can say that, there's really room for improvement there. You're talking about the overall retail industry? You're talking about inventory management? A little bit of everything? So the way that we look at it is it's really just about systems being proactive about inventory. You know, inventory uh, gets marked down throughout each season. Um, and it's really about just being proactive about it and selling it off before it becomes worth less and less and less. And that's from the brand to the retailer. Uh, similar, similarly, from the retailer to perhaps other markets, uh, there's really needs to be a real eye on the ball. How much of this, though, I think about retail where I've often heard, you know, pick a brand, a well-known brand, and they say, well, this is made specifically for the outlets. <laughs> so you think you're getting, you know, a discount on something that was in the, you know, pricey department stores and 
you know, so like how much of that plays into it too? Is that part of the strategy? So certainly that's part of the strategy. I mean, look, you know, inventory is the largest expense for any retailer. Uh, excess inventory has always been considered an afterthought. Certainly there are some brands who do manufacture for the off-price sector, uh, but really the proper management of inventory and the recovery and really monetization of it mm-hmm. is a difference between a bad year and a good year or a good year and a great year. Um, ultimately, it leads to more effective use of working capital, and that's what's really happening at the core of retail today. We're talking about retail, but i got to also talk about healthcare today because we've had a lot of news coming out of Washington uh, about the new uh, healthcare plan. The Congressional Budget Office uh, score Scoring uh, the new Senate health bill, and it sees 22 million more uninsured by 2026 under that Senate health bill. Uh, another hurdle, if you will, for the GOP. So again, Congressional Budget Office seeing 22 million more uninsured by 2026 under that new uh, Senate health bill proposal. Uh, and we'll have more for you uh, a little bit later on right here on Bloomberg Radio. Let's get back to Ronan Lazar, uh, Chief Executive Officer, intern, talking about retail sector. I think about our audience, and we spend so much time talking about the retailers that are having some problems. What can you tell us about your interactions with clients uh, in the retail space and what, you know, you're doing with them about kind of the outlook for retail. Who's going to be better positioned going forward? Yeah, so Intern works with uh, brands and retailers domestically and globally. Uh, Department store chains, everybody. Can you throw out any of your clients? So we generally don't disclose who our clients are, but uh, they're multinational brands, some of the largest in the space. Uh, they're vertical retailers or department stores and, of course, off-price retailers. Uh, look, you know, you look at what's going on in the retail space. You know, we've had more closures uh, projected this year than last by four times, uh, you know, actually eclipsing 2008, which which had an exter- external purpose for actual – Eclipsing uh, 2008. Eclipsing by over 25 percent. Wow. Uh, we've had more bankruptcies this year already than last year at this time. Uh, you know, that's up by about 30 percent. Uh, over 60% of retailers are actually uh, projecting lower year-over-year earnings. Uh, you know, it's not it's not really you know a great environment out there. Having said that, it looks like retail in general is growing. Uh, two bright spots: off-price, clearly, uh, and Amazon uh, is a second bright spot. Um, you know, Amazon's seeing about 25% of the growth that we're experiencing in the United States today. What's your advice to retailers who come to you and you're working with them and they say, "Should I sell on Amazon?" So, you know, I think I think Amazon could be an opportunity. It also could be an issue for certain suppliers, uh, especially as you look at branded or unbranded merchandise. Uh, but really, you know, what we look at, in, you know, in terms of health of retail, uh, you know, whether someone does sell on Amazon or doesn't, that's certainly a conduit to sell your merchandise, much like brick and mortar or uh, retailers own e-commerce site. Uh, the way that we look at it, again, is just, you know, drilling down to the health of what they have going on at the foundation of their business. Um, how's their visibility? How are they managing their inventory? Are they being proactive uh, about anything that may decline in value over time? And really, you know, seizing the opportunity. Uh, this is a space that really needs to be innovated on, uh, you know, especially the back office. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen. Is that both. just inefficiencies or are we also talking about better merchandise or is it what? So it's really across the board, right? Yeah. It's inefficiencies, workflow. You know, there are many brands and retailers still operate on Excel spreadsheets with data scattered in different systems and images scattered, you know, even further. Um, you know, you can imagine a process where someone needs to get approval for something and it's just that much more manual. Um, I've heard people having, um, recently been involved in a panel, you know, looking at innovation technology where people say, you know, you have this incredible cell phone where you can do amazing things, then people go back to their office and they're dealing with file cabinets. So things need to change. Nice to check in with you again. Ronan Lazar, 
Chief Executive Officer at Intern, based in New York City, in our Bloomberg 1130 studio on this Monday. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. I'm Carol Masser, and this is Bloomberg Radio.